0: Three, two, one. Well, hey, hey, cabin crew. Welcome to a bonus live episode of the Conversation Cabin podcast. I'm your fearless host, Farah. And today, um, this again, spur of the moment, I'm just going to update my cabin crew and other listeners uh, about some updates concerning the podcast as well as going over some shout outs and um, also what recently has been happening if you guys didn't join the live on the cryptid huntress channel the other night on youtube that's okay i'm not going to go into the long version of it just a couple short things as well as giving you some rundowns on the upcoming operation cryptid that will be held next weekend so let's get into it i see larry has joined us thank you larry we do have a special host that i will be queuing in here in just a few minutes uh like i said i wanted to do a couple updates as well as do some shout outs so first um i'm going to uh i had a little bit of issue with my last episode the uh cornwall episode that was going to be covering the uh pixies and the knockers it wouldn't upload all together in one episode so i had to cut them both separately uh do an ending for each one and then when i went to go try to do the upload of the knocker episode we had a really bad hailstorm that night and my internet went out so yeah that sometimes happens um but that's going to drop the knockers will be coming up here in the next day or two. Um, I'm also going to be releasing another episode. I'm not going to tell you what it is exactly what I've decided on, but, um, and then I'll be taking a break until after my birthday, because with the operation cryptid, that's going to be coming up next weekend. Um, you know, and then you got the 4th of July. After that, my birthday is usually celebrated around on the 4th because my birthday is on the 6th. So and then I'll be coming back full force strong, dumping a lot of episodes. Um, I'm also going to be working on creating a YouTube podcast, which right now I am on YouTube as a channel. But I just have a few things uploaded, like uh, some of my evidence that I've gotten on my property, as well as evidence, you know, with the recent events. But I bought some video cameras and I'm going to do one podcast story still on all the regular streaming platforms like Spotify, Apple, Google, Audible, Amazon Music, iHeart. Where usually everyone listens to audio podcasts and then I will be doing one video podcast a week, which will be either going over any recent paranormal events in the in, you know in the world in the country, at my house, or having a guest on to talk about paranormal events, uh, cryptids, listener stories, or just me doing a story by video with pulling up pictures and everything and kind of walking you through the story where you can see things see me as well and have some fun be able to do live chat all of that so look for that to happen after of course after the holiday um because you know i'll be slowly putting that out but yeah i just kind of wanted to update you on that um as far as shout outs you know i get so many new followers a day and you know i kind of wait for a couple weeks just to make sure i can get a good big group of them and then you know say hello and hi and thank you to all of my new followers so um let me go through a couple real quick so of course harry g wells um he's a new follower i believe he used to live over in england but He's one of my new followers. Harry, thank you so much. Symposium Divinorum. I hope I'm saying that or Divinorum. (laughs) But he has some great uh, video, like, you know, moving pictures. He does some awesome artwork. So definitely go check him out on Instagram. Um, I do want to give a shout out to Handcuff and Headsets as a new podcast, Uh, Crime Shooters. B D B O podcast. Um, of course, my girls, please go check out Mrs. Spooky Obsessed Podcast, Haunts Podcast, and One Nothing podcast. Of course, my friend David from Down the Rabbit Hole. Definitely make sure that you follow him on Instagram. Um, Sunior from R F N. It's spelled E-F F I N with an apostrophe. So R O U R F N podcast. Go check him out. He talks about different topics, subjects, and says his opinion and then always wants to ask your opinion after the show, like in the Q&A, like, what did you think of the episode? Or he'll post like a certain question. Um, and then let's see, let me go down some more. A dead letter podcast with the immortal. He is a new podcaster, just broke out of the scene about a week or two. I've been listening to his stories. He has some really neat stories, really creepy stories. So definitely go check him out as well. And let's see the storytellers book informing masses. Definitely go check him out as well. Kevin Mm -hmm. from where the weird ones are. uh, My friend, you're doing a great job on your podcast. Just wanted to say hello. Hopefully we'll touch base soon and uh, be on each other's podcast. We'll see which comes first mike vieira they don't stay dead podcast which i will be doing a collab with them here in the next coming months matt from fractured soul paranormal he's actually uh him and i recorded i got to he shared a lot of his stories in the paranormal and the weird and the strange um so look for that episode to be coming up after the fourth of july as well the Haunted Files, and of course, Jen and Mondo from 305 Paranormal. Go check them out on on um, Instagram as well, and look for them too. I've recorded an episode with them, and I will be releasing that after the fourth, and also Jessica the Cryptid Huntress. I did do a record with um, her as well, which, Jen, you just got in. You just missed my shout out. I just did a shout out for you and Mondo. I told everybody go check out 305 Paranormal to um, go check them and see their paranormal investigators. Great group of people. First of all, Jen and Mondo are together. I always love a husband and wife that um, paranormal investigates because then you get that, you know, each one believes in something different, believes in something different that it could be and um i i love them so much they're awesome and she does some card readings too which she did for my property and got some really neat answers and let's see haunted pickers crazy sasquatch follower illinois route 66 tim moon um larry my new follower always a gem he is actually my first patreon and i'm so excited i haven't advertised it yet because you know how i feel about that um you know if you listen to the last live of the paranormal project you know that there's so many negative people out there they say why do i have to pay for your hobby but hey um what is that actually finishing your reading later today when i get off here can't wait to see oh yeah me too john um a new follower of mine paranormal paradigma Go check her out on Instagram as well. Uh, we've been talking, and other than that, I think that's you know. I mean, I have my I, I get like a hundred new followers on TikTok. So all I'm going to say is for all of my followers on TikTok and all my new followers, thank you so much for joining. Thank you for joining all my lives that I did on the cave and my property. You guys are the best, and look for more here coming soon. But um, so. I'm going to introduce the special guest today, which is award winning screenwriter and writer of her own paranormal men wires as well as she has traveled across the country to document other people's experiences in the extraterrestrial UFO cryptid, demonic, spiritual, you name it. She's been there. She's been through it herself. Um, She actually has some information from some mediums that watched my cave investigation videos, and I'm going to bring Anna on to share not only what she got um, from these mediums, but also to she has a new book coming out guys. Now, first of all, go get her newest book that dropped. I believe it was April 13th that it dropped. You can get it on Amazon. It's called the night visitants but you can also get her other books the portal haunted heirloom the way through the woods and oh goodness i know there's one more i'll bring her on and she can let me know which one i missed but i ordered all her books fantastic reading so please welcome anna Maria Manala to the show. Anna, hello, my friend. How are you, Farah? I have been dying to talk
1: to you for the longest time. About <laughs> I, know. I found out.
0: <laughs> I know I'm so sorry. It's just been so busy with having to work, do the podcast. All this stuff happened. You know, I'm trying to branch out other places too. It's just been a full two weeks. But thank you for giving me your time. Your time is just as precious as mine, Anna. So, um, Anna, tell me what what you think of all this, and then and go into go into what you got from everyone else that you talked to. And I won't say a word. I'm just going to let you take over until you're done.
1: Okay. Well, let me preface for everybody: I don't normally look at videos, um, and this particular set of videos that you put out, Farah, had me totally absorbed. Uh, I watched every second of it. Uh, by the end of the third one, I was absolutely concerned uh, for you uh, and concerned in particular what was happening on your property. Uh, and and then when you sent me the pictures of the chickens, uh, that particular tree limb that made its way into the coop, I started consulting with people that I knew in the field and respected. So, what I have for you today is information from three separate mediums. Uh, and we know we have a lot of them all over the place. Uh, these are people that I actually respect uh, for the way they are pretty accurate. have been 95% accurate. Uh, one I have met with. Uh, one I've talked extensively with. The other one is local here in Pennsylvania. Um, I will tell you that universally, when they all looked, and I hope you didn't mind, I shared your videos to them. Uh, one lives out in California. That's as far as the sense that they got there. The, you know, These are things that they have actually seen and felt while watching your videos. It was explained to me that the property itself, uh, and and you need to sit down for this, I I don't take this lightly, and and I hope you just understand the caution behind it. Uh, That is ground that used to be inhabited by shamans. Uh, American Indians used to live in that area. Uh, There was apparently some negative activity that caused part of that land to be cursed. And one of the things that happened was that it had skinwalker activity. Uh, For those of you not familiar with skinwalkers, Uh, These are actually very malevolent, very negative energy. They're entities that are, I guess, for lack of a better word, I know it's kind of like overused. uh, They're demonic in origin. Uh, They tend to move very fast. Uh, They have been documented, for those of you that are familiar with it, if you recall a book. Uh, that was co-written by George Knapp called Skinwalker Ranch out in Utah. These are the same types of entities that I'm talking about that frequent your land out there. There was some type of disturbance, apparently a number of disturbances before you arrived on the scene years and years ago that cost a shaman to trap the skinwalkers in that cave. So what happened was they did some type of a ritual and the skinwalkers were forced to dwell within that cave system that you had entered. Skinwalkers are because they are evil entities, they dwell in the dark. Uh, Some of them are called, for lack of a better word, and I know this has been done. um, I believe the wind is blowing over here. I hope you can hear me.
0: Um, Hear you just fine. Oh,
1: okay. Uh, There's a type of skinwalker, it's called a rake, R A K E, skinwalker. It preys not just on animals but on people, and what it does is it actually skins the people. And there is a a suspect among the three mediums that that is within that cave system. So I just need you to be very cautious about re-entering that cave. Um, One had shared with me that you perhaps had entered the cave and by shining a light into the cave and entering it, I don't know how far you went. It looked like you went pretty far in. um, And shining your light, it awakened a few of them. There's more than one. So the other clue was when you were standing there and there was something that you couldn't see standing in front of you, That was in fact a skinwalker. You're not able to see them. Uh, When you shine your light on them as you did in one spot and you thought you saw something, what the medium saw was something that actually flittered back into the ground, actually re-entered the bedrock of the cave. So they are there. Uh, And and they are manifesting and retaliating by coming out of the cave, Uh, and that's what you saw there. If you notice, if you look once again at the particular chicken coop, you photographed for me one particular area of the coop where there were all kinds of feathers, one trademark of a skinwalker is that they will take an animal and if it's a chicken they leave the feathers but you will see no blood whatsoever and i have to ask you did you see blood i mean i i'm assuming there was none because i saw nothing there was
0: none no
1: there was none there's no beak no eyes no
0: entrance no nothing
1: Okay, so if this was a Bigfoot, and I'm just gonna do some things here to let you know the difference. If this was a Bigfoot, yes, you would see the stick, yes, you would probably see the hole, you probably have to see torn apart, but you would also see blood, you would see entrails, you would see what you would see with a bear attack. With a skinwalker, you're not gonna see any of that because one of the things they do is they take the animal whole and they they eviscerate it but they eat everything including taking the blood almost like a vampire this is what i was explained what i was told you know i'm not an expert in it i'm just going by and that's how i write my books i go by what investigators tell me i go by what witnesses tell me i go by what mediums tell me and from that i craft my books i am Basically, a writer, not an expert in the paranormal, although I do have my own set of experiences that got me involved in this. But direct from the three mediums, that's what I was told that they certainly felt the energy of a very negative and powerful entity. And they also felt that this is something that will eventually come out of the cave if they are further provoked. Um, One mentioned, I I brought in a Bigfoot expert, and he mentioned that you might even look past the tree line if you're hearing knocking or a particular type of howling. But with the difference here is that if you're hearing screeching, and I don't recall what you said on the video, if you hear screeching, then that is a skinwalker.
0: If you're, Uh, (laughs) go ahead. Oh my God. No, I was just going to interject and say, um, the other day, you know, I got that mimicking of whistling when I would whistle one time and we were doing a whistle like this, like just a, a flat, you know, one liner and it would whistle back the same whistle. But when I was in the cave too, I was hearing, like, I don't know, like, like your stomach's growling almost. Oh, my. That's what I kind of heard. Like, but I mean, I didn't think anything of it because I'm like, well, maybe it's an animal. And then I did hear, though, three footsteps in mud all the way down as far as I could see in the cave, down at the end. That's not the end, but it's as far as I could see down the end.
1: Yeah. I hear you. I think that what I was told was that they're cloaked so that you wouldn't be able to see them. Um, and, and it's supposed to be a high-pitched scream that you would hear. The other thing I was told was how you would protect yourself in the eventuality that they are found to be skinwalkers and I hope you, you never encountered them. Um, what the Indians used to do was take rosemary and black salt. I have no idea where you would get black salt. (laughs) You mix them together and you put them at the entrance of the cave and that prevents them from exiting the cave. And I recall from your video, you had two exits. So it's any kind of opening that is close to your residence, I would say, Um, one mentioned using arrows, um you know the bow and arrow arrow uh and pointing it towards the cave kind of like as a defense like it's guarding the cave from anyone exiting
0: i just uh, can't believe if i'm sorry i don't mean to interrupt you I no, just no, can't, not at all yeah i'm i'm i can't get over what you just said though about the fact that you know remember i had my first two chickens killed two months ago after i went in the cave and did an investigation and even two chickens that were gone at the same time not one eyeball from two chickens not one set of gizzard from two chickens not any um foot talon fingernail nothing it was like they just disappeared but there was always a set of feathers left at the entrance of the cave, just like it did with this one chicken that it took this time. Now it, you know, bullseye the rooster, something grabbed his throat feathers and pulled them out. But there was no claw marks. There was no teeth mark. It was like something grabbed him and threw him. And then the feathers came out while it was throwing him. That's kind of what I picture in my mind because he was fighting it you know, because I mean, he's still depressed to today. He just kind of mopes around, you know, he's I think his pride got shot because, you know, we lost two hens the first time and now another one. And we only have bun bun left. And, you know, I mean, and it's just so weird. The camera was turned a different way. The camera didn't record anything. Something glitched it out, something turned it off. And you can only turn it off by if you take the battery out of it, if it's outside. And when, you know, I got the notification that there was something wrong with it, it said that the battery needed to be taken out and put back in. Once we did that, it worked fine. So somebody glitched something or someone glitched out my camera for it, not even to record because it's focused right on the enclosure. If you get, a vehicle that goes up my road in the middle of the night, it will catch it. If you get a possum in my backyard, it will catch it. It catches motion, vehicle, person, animal, all separately. And not a thing was captured.
1: And that's the difference. Because if you had just an animal, a predator, uh, like Bigfoot, who would be an apex predator, you would have some kind of an evidence, just like you would with bears or cougars or coyotes, you know, there's going to be something left. And it's the last thing would be feathers. I mean, there would be feathers, but in this case, that's how you tell the difference. With the battery, there's a talk about, and I've got wind here. Um, It's funny, when I talk about these paranormal events, I get wind. (laughs) Uh, I don't know what that's about, I have no idea, but with the battery situation what you're getting is the energetic drain, they suck the energy out of anything, Uh, and I don't know if you recall Skinwalker Ranch, they had similar activity with the Skinwalkers where they would go ahead and prop up cameras and the cameras would not be working. They would be drained of their battery. They would be turned a different way. Um, There's just like so many things that are uncannily similar to what is happening with you there and what has happened in
0: Utah. You know, what's funny how you just said that you're getting wind as you and I are talking about this. How about I did a recording last night with inquiries of our reality podcast and when we were talking about all this because that's why i was on the show i'm um, just to go over my podcast what i do and then talk about the property and the cave and stuff and the recent events how about his alexa the one guy's alexa was going off weirdly in the room and he said i've had this alexa for years and it's never done what it's doing right now it's blinking it's talking weird and he kept looking up, and me and Shane, the other guy, you know, could kind of tell that he was looking at something because his head would always get out of view of the video camera online. And that's just kind of weird that you just said that. Yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff
1: that goes on. And one of the things they were concerned about was anyone who would go in deeper and investigate because these things tend to attach themselves. Um, I'm not saying they're attaching themselves to you. No one said anything about that of the three. But definitely they are active in that cave and they're looking for a way to get out of there. So the first thing apparently that they were trying to hide from was the light that you were shining. And you ended up catching some of them. Um, I believe there was one where it kind of like flittered. They said they saw something flitter across the screen and hide, um, it, it, those are not bats. <laughs> they, they, would, they would be very different as you know, um, you would also see bat guano, uh, they are not birds because they kind of like just disseminated and disappeared into the ground.
0: You know, um, it's really weird, we don't have any birds in that cave. Now there is a set of baby birds in a nest on the right side when you walk in But that's the only one you look on the whole floor of the cave there is no bird crap there's no bat guano i've never seen a bat in that cave nothing i can go back there i've never seen a bat
1: yeah so that's an oddity in itself because it looks to me like animals are avoiding it which is a major red flag um and and there's a lot of things in that cave I don't know. I, I think you mentioned a university had explored it. I would be very curious what they found out, what their conclusions are. Um, and, and I don't know if they did any kind of EVP or any kind of paranormal equipment investigation. Uh, but it's definitely dangerous.
0: It definitely is. Well, we're going to next weekend, uh, Cryptid Warfare podcast. Um, along with the cryptid huntress, Jessica Jones, they're coming here to our property to help me figure out what this is and maybe do a blessing, do some saging, you know, and just kind of see what we're dealing with here because, you know, again, we don't want it to come in the house. And, you know, I think Jessica's even trying to get like a Native American shaman in a way to try to see if they can bless the land. but. I told her, it really is weird. I have this deep feeling like whatever this thing is, it won't, the blessing won't help it. It's too powerful for that. It doesn't recognize that.
1: Well, just know that two out of the three mediums feel that it was a shaman that put those things, those uh, entities in there. They trapped them in there because they were roaming the land um apparently there were some tragedies there and so that was an effort for them to contain these things which you know i have no idea if they can even be destroyed since they're really technically not alive uh in the classic sense but i think that the shaman idea is a great idea certainly just you know ask them what can be done to put them back in the cave where they belong because it seems like it's only a matter of time that they would emerge
0: okay and i think i think what you're saying it definitely makes a lot of a lot of sense because you know like i said especially when you pointed out the fact that there's nothing left you know i would think any type of animal that is an animal of some kind would rip that thing apart it wouldn't you know it's just very weird and you know, the sounds that we get here, the, the lighted orbs. Oh, and Anna, I don't know if you had seen on my Instagram, I'll send you the post separately through the texting, but there was an owl that when I first went in that cave, um, we caught an owl that was translucent. You couldn't even see it flying in it it came in you can only see it right before it put its talons and sit on top of my charcoal grill but you could not see it come in like it flying in it was like not there and then all of a sudden it was and it was translucent you could see through it and i've caught raccoons on that thing possums on that thing and everything's solid you can see it you can see clearly but that was the first and the last time I've ever seen that owl, heard even an owl when I'm outside at night. I don't even hear an owl. Oh my! Where is your grill, Farah? Um, it's in. I would. It's toward the front of our house. I would say. Okay.
1: Okay i don't know what to make of that to tell you the truth i've never seen anything alive that's transparent it reminds me creepy predator that's what it kind of conjures up in my mind the from the movie predator that Hmm. creature that's moving around and it looks like it's shimmering and you can see the trees in the back uh right through it uh i don't know i don't know what that is
0: (laughs) i'll send you i'll send you the um the owl here in just a second, I'll find it and then I'll send it to you. That way you can see what it looks like. I tell you what, Anna, it was a very, very interesting capture for that thing. Wow. Let me see. Oh, I got it. All right. I'm sending it to you right now. Give me one second. Instagram chat. And then where are you at Anna? sinister? Sinister got that way you could tell me what you think while you're on the podcast. Okay. There. I just sent it through Instagram chat. Okay.
1: I, yeah. I have a feeling that this is what I think it might be.
0: Jen, did you, did I ever send that to you? Oh, I didn't. Okay. Let me send that to you, too. Give me one second. We'll pull it up. All right. Instagram chat. And then 305. Send. All right. I just sent it to you, Jen. But it's, yeah, it's very weird. I mean, I've never seen an animal that you can see through to the other side of the yard through it. Like, you um, could... S-
1: it, it, I, I don't think that's what you think. It, it might be kind of like, a, I, I don't know, some people who are into ET experiences um, mm-hmm. would remark that this is something that's more like a screen memory. Screen as in it has to look familiar so that you're not terrified, but it's actually something else because there's nothing in nature that appears transparent um or or translucent uh, right I'm but looking,
0: if it's a, i was thinking if it was a spirit owl though it would yeah
1: well i i'm hoping it's what the, I, for some reason i don't think i think it presents as an owl because it doesn't want you to be alarmed it's apparently right. watching the house Whether it's positive or negative, I couldn't tell you, but it looks to me like it's definitely cloaking itself as an owl, but it's
0: something else. Right. Yes, Jen. I sent it through Instagram. Yeah. I mean, and that's like I said, and this was after I had offered, put a tobacco offering in the cave. And then the next night we got an owl on our porch. Hmm. A spirit. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) very weird. were you there when you saw this or is this captured by the camera?
0: It was captured by the camera, which again, you know, the cameras are very good. But, you know, you can't see that owl full formed solid coming into the camera. You can see it as it's right in front of my porch and then sits on the grill. You can't see it swoop down in and it would catch that because i get birds i get everything else that you can see on that camera but um yeah i um i'll be very interested to share this information with jessica and drewski because you know when we're going to investigate this next weekend we got to come up with a game plan of how we're going to investigate for what we're going to investigate is it going to be a bigfoot Is it going to be spirit? We're going to have, I mean, everybody's going to have equipment. We're going to have walkies, we're going to have comms. We're going to be in camouflage. We got guns and ammo, not to shoot anything, but to keep us safe, like from a bear, you know, anything else. But, um, you know, I'm going to take my EVP recorder. I got the video camera. So I'm actually going to record the whole weekend when they arrive. When we do the cave search in the daytime, we're going in the cave in the daytime because drew and his friends are cave enthusiasts. So we're going to go in there in the daytime, because that way, when it's 8590 outside the cave is cool, we can go in there. And then at night is we're going to do the Bigfoot hunt and dog Man hunt, you know, skinwalker hunt, alien hunt, we're going to set up cameras that look into the sky across the field trail cams in the woods. Um, They're bringing out four wheelers so we can get to a lot of different areas. So Hi, Rocky. Nice to meet you. And uh, Raha Rad. Nice to meet you as well. Thanks for joining us. We were just talking about the information that's happened on my property and that Anna here, um, she actually is an author and an award winning screenwriter who writes her own paranormal memoirs as well as travel the country, um, listening and writing about other people's paranormal and extraterrestrial experiences. And she um, got three mediums that she believes in, she actually uses them to refer to help write her books and everything that had said that um, I possibly have a rake type skinwalker on my property because of the fact that I've had three chickens disappear in two months. Each time I've gone into the cave investigating and when these mediums watched my videos, they saw something kind of like scurry out and then suck back into the earth. And that me shining the light on in the cave kind of woke them up, but that's what they do. They leave feathers. They eat the rest of the body, even the blood. And there was no blood. There was nothing. It's just a couple feathers by the coop and a few feathers by the entrance that I will walk in kind of almost like Anna, the way I took that when they put a couple feathers in the entrance, it's like, it's like they're saying to me, see, You came in our space. Now we came out and I'm going to leave you a little sprinkle of your chicken so I'm going to warn you don't come back into my home again. That's how I took it.
1: Well, I think that's pretty accurate because it's a warning sign for you not to interfere. Um, One of the things that's terrifying about this is there is a type that does attack humans and, and I don't know if it kills them, but certainly it skins them is what I was told. Uh, they say it's prevalent in Tennessee where you are.
0: So I, you know, you know how, what's really weird about that, Anna. So when I talked to the guys last night from inquiries of our reality, the one guy, um, Oren, he said, um, he asked, he's like, Hey, Farah, have you, uh, have you ever watched that documentary? Hellier, it's spelled H as in Henry, E L L I E R. So he said, I said, No, I never watched. He goes, I think you need to watch it. And when you're done watching it, I want you to tell me your thoughts on it, because I'll give you a little backstory on it. It's a true story about a paranormal team that was contacted by this gentleman in Kentucky in Hellier, Kentucky. He lived on a property that had a cave and abandoned mines and they were, he was getting three toed weird footprints that were outside of his house. On top of the fact, his kids were saying that they saw it looked like the same type of goblin that the Hopkinsville, Kentucky story made with the big ears and like the wide eyes and the kids were seeing them. Well, they were going to come out and they said, Hey, well, if we come out and investigate this, can we, you know, do a documentary? Can you film it? He said, Yeah, sure. Two months later, they contact him. He's nowhere to be found. He just disappeared. So it's what sent the kind of bells whistling a little bit. So they all went to go track this down. But how about it's the same story as mine apparently the mammoth cave in kentucky or tennessee is linked to a huge cave system which might even be linked to my cave system and these caves are said to also hold an alien goblin more or less like the hop i don't know if you remember the hopkinsville kentucky story in the 50s okay well that's what this guy and he even had the tracks to prove it. Now, I only watched the first and second episode last night because I passed out. I was tired. But Anna, if you can watch that documentary, I think there's only four or five episodes of it. You can find it on YouTube TV. Um, you actually get 30 days free so you can watch it and then cancel if you want YouTube. <laughs> but, but um, <laughs> but uh I'll, yeah.
1: certainly, I'll certainly look for it. That is and really- Jen,
0: And Jen, you too, because it freaked Jake and I out. They go into more, the guy goes more into depth on what kind of noises and things. And how about this? The stuff started getting a dark turn to it seven months after he lived there. Guess how long it's been since i moved into this house, Anna? Just a few months later. No, exactly. Seven months. Oh, my. He said it started out slow. A noise here and there. Same with here. You know, I was getting the owl. I got that little spirit orb. I got a bigfoot How I got some tree knocks, this and that. I get chickens. I investigate the cave. Chickens get let outside first night. They're in their enclosure to go missing. I mean, and this was seven months that I've been here. This is seven months. I moved here October 31st, November 1st. I woke up in the morning. We didn't even start unloading the U-Haul yet. And I walked in that cave, gave a tobacco offering said, I'm so happy to be here. I love your property. It's beautiful. I know this is yours, not mine. I mean, I was very respectful, but dark turn started happening in seven months, just like the other guy. And I caught footprints he caught footprints. There's mines. Jessica did a remote viewing on my property. She said that she said look for mines gold, something's there for also natural resources. Um, She said cursed, she said, she heard something say, x marks the spot. But it's just weird if you watch this, even in just the first episode, Anna, you're going to like shit yourself because you're going to say Oh, my God, this is everything that Farah is experiencing almost to a T, except I haven't seen goblins, but I've pictured a dog man, for God's sake. And I I have rustling in my my woods and a bipedal something walking and breaking sticks and shit. Have you taken the stick out of the chicken coop? Yes, I did.
1: Did you feel any kind of energy or
0: vibration from it? I didn't pay any attention to that. I wanted to just put it aside. So that way, when the group gets here, like I'm not touching anything, I'm leaving the feathers where they are. Oh, guess what I found um, a couple days ago, like a day after this all happened, I'm walking down the road in front of my house, the old dirt road, and yeah. I'm looking, I'm looking down into the creek bed. It's like a 12 foot drop into the creek bed. And then the woods start and i there's always been like a little worn out path which i thought was weird because the rest of the mountain's very steep you don't you can't really you wouldn't want to climb it where you know three quarters of it is but there's a little part where it starts off nice and light and easy and horizontal and you can kind of make your way up well i had bought this sticky tacky paper that you know when you put in your silverware drawer if you want to line your drawers with it to make it look pretty like cherries on it or something okay well the chicken cubbies that i got didn't have a back to it so i took this sticky tape and i or sticky tacking stuff and i um like uh what's it called staple gunned it in but after a month the top part of it got ripped off so i ripped it off and then i took it and i put it in the trash and jake took the trash went down to the trash place. It's in a garbage bag, whatever, just the bottom was there. Guess what I found down the road. Now mind you, it's inside the enclosure, Anna. So it had to get out of the enclosure, go 30 30 feet down to the part of the creek bed, 12 feet down, four feet over and start up the mountain. There's the rest of the tacky paper. Oh, my like God. intertwined in the tree and the tree roots now i'm not going to touch it because somebody said i wonder if there's any hair or anything stuck to it and i said well that's a good thing i didn't think of but i'm going to leave it there so that way everybody can see everything where it was um but what would have drugged that out of the enclosure which re- remember one of my chickens was out of the enclosure too when i went out to feed them that day that's what binged my senses that something was wrong because bullet was standing outside of the enclosure, and the door was closed, something opened up that door to let him out or chase him. But something then got stuck on that sticky paper chasing those chickens around, and then walked with it 30 feet down to the backyard, 12 feet down an embankment to the creek bed, still walked with it for five feet, and then it got unstuck as it was going up the mountain what would do that
1: did you see any footprints at all on the way there where yeah
0: yeah i got footprints right by the enclosure i'll send them to you through um instagram i'll send you the footprints
1: did you see any kind of evidence of the chicken where the stickies were or any nope. kind of?
0: Nope. I went in the cave as far as I feel safe enough to go and all the different crevices and everything. Nothing. All there was was a few feathers at the entrance. And that's it. No chicken, no chicken body, no foot, no eyeball, no gizzards, no nothing. Even down in the creek bed, no. Even in the backyard, no. Even down where that paper is, no. Nothing. The whole thing is gone, just like the first two, two months ago.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think you got a combination there, but I definitely would keep the stick.
0: Yeah, it's it's here. I just took it out because I didn't want, you know, the chickens to get stuck with it or poked with it, like if they were trying to eat and stuck them in the eye or something. Yeah. But, yeah. you know. But yeah, also you need something that has a thumb that can put a stick in a small little hole of a wired fence, because it's a small hole. It's something that had to be very precise and have a thumb to do that. Incredible. (laughs) I don't know what to
1: tell you. Uh, Certainly it's great that you're getting it investigated and you've got everybody there ready to really Mm -hmm. go in and determine what that is. Yep. um I think you got more than one type it, it just that's what it sounds like to me
0: um, I think so too I, but but that's the thing I think there's a portal of some way on this on this property and that's why I've caught a UFO in the sky before I've caught a light being in here before I hear things in my house I think it's a combination of there's a lot of things here because this is like a gateway for something.
1: It's interesting that you say it that way because when I recall Skinwalker Ranch and that original book by Calm Kelleher published a while back, but now there's a new one that he followed up on and it details the results from the government's investigation. Mm -hmm. Uh, The ranch was subsequently bought by a number of people. I don't recall who currently owns it. But the one prior to him had allowed the government to investigate. Uh, they found at the end and I haven't read the book yet. I'm going to start reading it as a matter of fact, this weekend after, you know, finding out from the mediums, what their conclusion was, Mm -hmm. is that some of these uh, entities followed the government employees who are investigating, followed them home. Uh, and started doing some activity in their houses so it is not necessarily something confined to the particular property it could in fact follow uh, people who end up coming in and spending a period of time
0: well that we do get Apache and Blackhawk helicopters coming over our property all the time like once Sometimes once a week, sometimes once every two weeks. Interesting. Yeah. And then we get that train sound underneath our bedroom where it sounds like a train. It's like, it's like a, you know, it's a pattern. And then it shakes our bedroom where like when our feet are, when our legs are spread out on the bed, you can see our toes moving back and forth really fast because it shakes our room.
1: So you probably have a cave
0: system underneath the house. Either that or an alien base or a a uh, oh military alien base maybe, who knows. I wouldn't rule out
1: anything right now.
0: I yeah, really that's wouldn't. the thing. Yeah. That's why yeah. we're going to do this operation next weekend and just do a little bit of investigating for each what we think it might be and see what reacts to it or see what we get through it. You know what I mean like Go cryptid hunting. Okay. Do we find anything? No. Okay. Let's go to the spiritual part of it. Did you find anything? No. Okay. Let's go to the alien part of it. Find anything? No. And just keep going down everything that we can think of.
1: Yeah. And that's the only thing you can do is process of elimination.
0: Exactly.
1: And then address it the way it should be addressed. Because sometimes a lot of people assume it's something. and then they take all kinds of methodology to try to remove it or do whatever. And then it's, it's all wrong. If anything, it might even aggravate whatever it is. So it, it's really right. good to do an extensive research first and try different things before you home in on a solution.
0: Right? I, exactly. I
1: really hope that you, you know, you, you can get down to the bottom of it. I know I would be terrified. Well, I know, yeah.
0: The good thing I was going to let everybody know, too, to kind of close out the podcast, and Anna, I hopefully you'll be able to tune in, tune in but next weekend, I'm going to be doing live stream as much as I can. Um, if we can get service where we go out at night, Bigfoot hunting or anything like that, I'm going to try to live podcast it. Um, as much as I can, or and then also live Instagram, live TikTok, live this, just to kind of keep everybody. But if not, if places where I can't get Wi-Fi or cell service, I have video cameras, I'm going to be recording the whole thing anyway, and then I'll post it to YouTube. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, look for that because that's what I wanted to let everybody know was, hey, you're going to be in the action with us. Um, you know, when the when they pull up, And we start setting things up, you're going to be part of it. You're going to see us set up everything. You're going to see us um, go do the cave as soon as now the cave. I have no Wi-Fi or no cell service in, of course. So, you know, you'll just have to wait till we're done exploring the cave and then I'll post it. But like I said, tune in as much as you guys can next weekend. Always have your notifications on to know when I'm going to be posting or when I've posted something because I am documenting the whole thing and taking you guys out all of my listeners out whoever wants to join in and listen um listen and watch it'll be both a little bit of audio video etc
1: sounds great i look forward to that
0: i know i'm so excited i'm so excited well thank you everyone thank you anna as always i know your time is precious and thank you for joining me on this because you gave me way more information that I ever thought that you could give me on something like this. And it's information that I definitely need to know because the more that you explained it, we just all hear of the Skinwalker Ranch and the Skinwalker story that they have. This is a whole different way that you put it to me of what's possibly on my property. So I appreciate you and your friends bringing, you know, bringing this to my attention because you know, like I said, it's just another way that we can investigate it next weekend, and try to see what we can up with and please let the people know that took a look at my videos to, um, you know, thank you for spending their time watching that to give me some kind of angle on what to look at and what to think this might be and how I might go about, you know, handling it, I guess you should say, but um, and of course, Jen, thank you for joining me to Larry, um, Rob Arad. rad and any other listeners on spotify apple that you know joined in, not the live where you can interact always try to if you want to interact with us always try clicking on the link if you just go to spotify or apple you're just going to be able to listen and not interact with us so always try to find the link on my instagram um but other than that uh yeah so until next time cabin crew explore you strange. Bye bye.